Welcome to Doctor Who on the Rocks, a podcast where we drink whiskey, discuss the longest running show in science fiction, and arbitrarily assign points to find out who really is the best doctor. I'm Diana, and I've seen it all. And I'm Jen. I've seen nothing. This week, it's the first Doctor Discourse. D squared. I like that better. (laughs) Not the double Ds. (laughs) But first, it is not the whiskey of the week. It's the remix. Yeah. Whiskey (laughs) of the this corner of space and time. Yep. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Ding. So this week we went into the spare room, which doubles as my extra bedroom and the whiskey closet <laughs> and and Bo's storeroom. <laughs> we keep the three most important things there, you know? Yes. So we went in and we said, which whiskey kind of stood out to us that we haven't had in a while? You know, we know which ones our favorites are, mm-hmm. uh, but which one of those was like a, good, a solid one that we really liked? And so... We looked over and we realized that we'd almost had all of the Andalusia. So we're mm-hmm. going to finish off our bottle of Andalusia tonight. Yeah. While we get into the corner of space and time that was the first doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The table drank half of my glass. So. It did already. It's fuck. Yeah. Okay. Well, cheers. Yes. Oh, yeah. Spicy. Hey, cutie. Is, it's, I it's, forgot yeah. how good this is. No wonder there was only a little bit left. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm like wondering, like, when did we drink the whole bottle? Maybe when we... It can't have been the night of the episode. No. We don't drink that much. Mm-mm. We drink... I mean, we. this was still during the time when we were still drinking a hefty amount. That's fair. Before. We have definitely come down, <laughs> come down on the... Uh, mm-hmm amount of alcohol we intake each night yeah we've i think we've found our balance yeah because for a while there diana was struggling <laughs> the next day yeah. yeah 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 it was not pretty <laughs> not cute it was not a cute look you know it's the beginning it was the genesis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the genesis yes yes Da-da. but yeah this is a good one yeah i like it a lot how what how have you felt about your whiskey journey? You know, I talk a lot about the Doctor Who journey aspect of all this, mm-hmm. but your journey through alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> and that makes Started me sound... way, way... That makes me sound like I need many, to be in a 12-step program. <laughs> many moons ago. <laughs> many moons ago. No, but, but you know, just the fact that I think both of us came in not knowing about whiskey. Yeah. We just were... We liked to drink whiskey. It yeah. wasn't, you know, we, we we liked the sting. Yeah. You know, or some variation of it. Honestly, it's, my journey has been really fun just mm-hmm. because, one, I'm getting to taste a little bit of Texas mm-hmm. in every, you know, bottle that we have shared together. Mm-hmm. I also 
and, and it's and it's particularly nice because as someone that has moved back recently mm-hmm. to Texas, it's a good introduction. And like I said, I spent most of my formative years in California, so a lot of me is shaped by California. So it's it's good to come back and really just start rediscovering, you know, mm-hmm. my home state. Uh, and also it gives me really cool, cool points with people when I talk to them. Oh man. The I cool got a free factor. shot at the bar. Yeah. The cool factor immediately skyrockets mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. You're people a find out. Uh, oh yeah. Oh my God. You like whiskey? You have, you what? <laughs> right. right. Are you sure? Right. Are you sure? Either you don't like whiskey or you're not a woman. Which right. One, which, which one is it? Which one is it? Yeah. Can't do both. Yeah. And then the second that they realize, like, I do know what I'm talking about. It's like, it's, oh. oh. And usually at this point, because of the way that we're doing this, I actually know more than them about the local mm-hmm. scene. And mm-hmm. I'm just annoyed. So, you know, that's why I don't talk to people. It is. It's fun. It's why I talk to all of you through a microphone. Is <laughs> because I actually struggle with face-to-face interactions. Yeah. No, that's why I've definitely gotten a free a couple of free drinks at the bar after, uh-huh. you know, chit-chatting with mm-hmm. after ordering something mm-hmm. and then them being like, oh, and chit-chatting about why I ordered it. What have been some of your favorites that we've gone and look looking back at? All of this. Well, definitely Andalusia. Yeah. Andalusia's bit was a good one. Um, the Uncle Nearest mm-hmm. has been tasty. Obviously, our friends at Yellow Rose. I think my favorite has still been yeah, still same for Premium me. American. Um, Ooh. So out of the Yellow Rose offerings, you're at Premium American is your favorite? Premium American and the Rye. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would have a hard time picking out of the Yellow Rose lineup. Um because I really like Harris County. Um, we haven't had Harris County. Maybe we'll have a. Oh, a that's right. That. We have. We had we? Outlaw. We've had Outlaw, and we did have Harris County. We've when had, it, but I don't think we've had it again. You don't think since. we've had it on the show? No, we have had it on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like that's you know when we were talking about what whiskey to drink. Mm. I don't know if we still have Harris County. Maybe we might. I like all of them. I think my biggest problem is that I like all of them. Yeah. They're all very different. Yeah. The Pandaren, I like too. Yeah, that was really good. A Welsh good. whiskey. That mm-hmm. was fun. I'm trying to think if any other stood out to me. Oh, obviously, Hooves. Hooves. The Shire. Yeah. Shire Oak. Uh, all of the French one that we yeah. really liked. The and Percheron. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the Percheron. Percheron. Uh, let me think what else. 1835? <laughs> Number one on our, license in our hearts plate. and in our lists. <laughs> on our lists and in our hearts is what uh, I meant to say. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have a couple, we couple, a couple memorable ones. Yeah, I, I really think that Yellow Rose really just sticks with us in terms of, it just really came in and swept us off our feet. Yeah. And the fact that they're from Houston makes them also. Yeah, so local. Pushes them up on uh, my list. Yeah, and I liked some of those early season one whiskeys where I was really just pulling blindly mm-hmm. and not having any kind of an idea. Because now I kind of at least have a awareness because we've been doing this for over a year. 
But I was really pulling shit out. Just this is a cute, this is a cool look bottle. This one says Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rio Brazos was really good. Mm-hmm. I've loved everything from Balcones that we've done. Yes. Yes. I also like saying the word balcones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben Milam was really good when we did their straight bourbon. Oh, yes. And that smoky one, that small smoke, that small. The rim fire. Yes. Mm-hmm. They didn't do so well in the blind flight, but we really liked but it initially. we really initially. liked it initially, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Ben Milam will be fun because they're, all, they're run by women. So mm-hmm. we'll probably see some Ben Milam this season. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Old Umble was real good. I should find some. I should uh, pull another old umble because they've got a couple more got expressions. Some good ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for this week, it's Andalusia and maybe a little side of Carbach. Yeah. Which is for anybody not in Texas, is a craft beer. It local is craft beer. Local craft beer brewed in Houston, Texas. Choyo, I like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's going to be a short whiskey feature this week because Mm -hmm. we're not actually trying anything new. We're not actually ranking it. We're just telling you what we like. We're just drinking it. We're just (laughs) chit-chatting our little heads up this week. We're having a lovely discourse over a glass of whiskey. so fucking bougie. (laughs) Last week, we figured out that the first doctor's best companion, best girl, Mm -hmm. could have been girl boy or otherwise mm-hmm. uh but it's vicky mm-hmm. shocker no right. surprise right she's queen i'll uh, get it yeah you know you know she's we, a throne we eat we uh, what is known doesn't have to be repeated but it can be vicky's queen. <laughs> uh and the toy maker and the pair of the capitalists and the scientists from the planet of giants were our two favorite baddies not saying that they're the best or like just the ones we liked. Just the ones that really spoke to us a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized writing my notes that I think I was probably pretty drunk because I cannot believe I didn't say it was Wotan from The yeah. War Machines. Um, but I think I was oscillating between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the conversation was probably good enough. So mm-hmm. I'm not like super mad. But I'm, I was like, I don't remember that. Yeah, so well, maybe I had more out whiskey than I thought <laughs> I had last week. So what's the deal this week, Jen? So this week... We're throwing down. Smack down of the century. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure out which of our uh, episodes, our neat episodes, actually claim the title. Is the neatest. Mm-hmm. The neatest of the neat. Mm-hmm. 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 With all the superlatives. So every week we decided if a story was neat or not. You know, is it something others should watch? Is it an instant classic? Did it fill some unknown void inside of you? For Jen specifically, did you actually like it? (laughs) It's arguably completely subjective, but definitive. And honestly, we were lucky that we agreed on most of them. Which is not to say the rest of them were bad, per se. We just didn't like them. But some of them were. Yeah. Some of them were Like the gunfighters. Yeah. Never again. I almost wanted to call this the showdown at the OK Corral, part one. And then had the annoying ass song. Well, the home and the home. What if I just what if I just call it that? Uh, no. <laughs> For the Absolutely rest of the show. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> just, you know, just brainstorming here. So what are we actually gonna do this week? We are doing a tournament style showdown. You know, think the all of the martial Much arts madness. tournaments of that's 
we're very different people. So Jen <laughs> suggests you think of March Madness. Mm-hmm. I was going to recommend the tournament style sh- competitions in Dragon Ball Z, but you know, it's the same thing. Pokemon. One is violent. One is not violent. <laughs> They're both arguably violent. This will not be violent because we have our pacifists for the yeah, most part. For the most part. Yeah. So here's the real deal. When I first started looking at doing this show, uh, I was actually originally inspired to do this because of a podcast called Rex Factor, which mm-hmm. has kind of spawned shows like Totalis Rankium and Pope Idol and Saga Thing. And they all kind of do this where they decide if a figure or an event or somebody is this concept of neat or not. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And at the end, they do this showdown to find out who the winner is. Um, And so that's kind of where all of this stemmed from is that I wanted to do something like that as well, but Mm -hmm. for something that I loved, which, you know, is Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, And so that's why we've been deciding if the stories were neat. And for each Doctor, we're really, we're going to end up doing this, Mm -hmm. hopefully, if we can commit to the 87 million years it's going to take. Buckle in, folks. And so I have already seeded our bracket. It was random. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did have an odd number because Jen made a silly decision at some point in uh, <laughs> this series. We could have had an even number and it could have been really easy for Diana. But no. You know, it's not fun. It's uh, fun. <laughs> you know, thanks. So I've already seeded this. Mm-hmm. We're going to go through and we're going to talk about these stories. And we've already written down who we think wins, what, who we vote for to win mm-hmm. each bracket. Mm-hmm. Now, if, for example, you pick A and I pick B, I also put all of these brackets up on Instagram and had our people, our followers on Instagram vote. vote. So if we need to, I have a tiebreaker box. Gotcha. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. So with that being said, we're not doing TARDIS points this week. This is just a who do we want to win? Yeah, it is a WWE SmackDown that's going on right now. Yeah. I'm John Cena and I've got a chair. <laughs> and I'm The Rock. <laughs> Deal. Telling I've, you, telling you, asking you what, if you smell what I'm cooking. <laughs> I, would, I would watch that so hard. <laughs> I was about to say Rafiki, you know, because he does have a, a large behind like mm. myself. Mm. But eh, we'll go with yeah. The Rock. Yeah, sure. first glance do you have any of these episodes that you want to win that you're gonna throw your hat in the ring for the this one i mean i don't like i gotta watch out because you're gonna fight for this one tooth and nail i i don't i don't think so i think i think we'll agree for the most part part. on which ones Uh, and there's not one the one that i think i would be passionate about i think we're both gonna agree on okay okay cool 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 yeah yeah, there's this first round with the seating. There's only one that it was a hard decision for me mm-hmm. that I was mad. Got put in the same <laughs> but it is what it is. So no TARDIS points this week. It is just our tournament style uh, knockout. We are going to start with round one. That's probably all we're going to have time for this week. And so we'll do the next rounds in the next couple weeks. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Should get round one. Ready? Fight. Yeah. 
Finish him. We can remix, add some water or mm-hmm. something. <laughs> have yes. some rain flowing. Add some water. Find <laughs> a sleep Add a rain <laughs> stick. You know? Find like a sleep track and like yeah. put it underneath the like mark. Dun, 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 it's dun, different, dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay. That would be great. So, first, we're talking about round one. Round one. Of round one. First bracket is the myth makers and the 10th planet opinions. I like a historical, mm-hmm. particularly the story of Troy. Mm-hmm. The 10th planet, I could really do without. I mean, the most exciting thing that I think happened was really just the doctor leaving. I mean, plus everyone else, I think, I guess. But yeah, I think... Because of the story of Troy and because of the fucking like weird looking things. Ah, <laughs> oh, we're coming out the gate oh, swinging, Lord. bitch. You picked the 10th planet. Of course, I picked the 10th oh planet. God. You're the one who, like, every time, every time we get to an episode, and I'm like, is this one, you know, is, nothing else matters. Is this episode neat or not? And you're like, of course it's neat. This is this character's last story. I fucking <laughs> wanted to burn Steven to the ground. I thought he was an absolute waste of space and a waste of carbon, and he was totally useless. Why was it even involved? But the story's still neat because it was his last episode. The 10th planet is the doctor's last episode. Yeah, I evolve. (laughs) (laughs) What can I say? (laughs) You got a (laughs) t-shirt. I mean, fair. That's, I can't, that's a fair enough statement. Uh, But like, I'm horrified. (laughs) I, my issues with the 10th planet, I mean, uh, the myth makers, Mm -hmm. Part of it is that so much of it's lost. Yeah. But I guess I could say that for the 10th, like, you know, there's a chunk missing from the 10th planet as well. So it doesn't, I can't really hold it against it. It's, I think I'm a big fan of a historical. I really like ancient times. You know, that's going to become very clear in a couple of other categories Mm -hmm. where I really do like a good historical. Mm -hmm. But there are some tropes I feel like are overdone and Troy is one of them. I can I can agree with that. Yeah, it, Troy is just like a go. You know, are we doing something in history? Of course, we have to do something with the Iliad or the Odyssey or Troy, mm-hmm. the concept of Troy, and that where it's not a bad thing to use because it's a classic for a reason. It's just so overdone. No matter how creative you are with the story, you're still rehashing the same story. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. kind of like at the, the end ex- of the day, some someone's gonna get duped. Yeah, like it's it's the same story over and over again. It's kind of like I'm not I'm you can come for me with your pitchforks. I really don't like Romeo and Juliet, which means I don't <laughs> like West Side Story, even yeah. though I'm a big musical yeah. person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's kind of the same thing where it's just so overdone and I think hard to kind of do well because it's set, set in such a historical context and it's set in a story and in a play and like an art form that's tied to a historical point. And so I think it's hard to translate it into a modern storytelling and have it actually be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this did a good job. Yeah. But the 10th planet is vastly superior. Greek Cyberman. Mythology. Greek mythology will always take my heart. Cybermen. <laughs> I love them. The Cybermen. 
And I'm going to guess from our conversation exactly where we went. So mm-hmm. I also have our Instagram pool okay. ready because nice. I have a feeling we voted for opposite things. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to pretend like I don't know whose is which, but like it's very going to be very obvious basically because I know my handwriting. Right. Uh, so one of us voted mm-hmm. for the 10th planet mm-hmm. and one of us voted for the myth makers. Right. I wonder who. Right. Hmm. I wonder who hmm. is which. Suspicions. Do you, now I'm not going to make any guesses on these because mm-hmm. I know, because I ran, you know, because I'm, when you are on Instagram and you're talking to the account, you're talking to me. Yeah. Who, do you have any thoughts on who you think Instagram might have picked? No, I really have no inclination. All right. Well, let me um, search through them. <laughs> so the winner of the first bracket okay. is the 10th planet. Oh, wow. Okay, guys. I, don't underestimate those Cybermen. <laughs> uh, yeah, the 10th planet was so good. And... I definitely think it belongs. One of the reasons that I definitely think it belongs there is because it is the first doctor's last episode. Yeah. yeah I it's can see the that. first time we have the end of a doctor, the the concept that the doctor can change. You know, that is I'm not mad at it. as groundbreaking as anything else. Yeah. I'm not yeah. mad at it. I it do. turns Doctor Who into what Doctor Who was in the sixties to Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where we're gonna it's that's a big change. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm very excited about that because like I picked the template. <laughs> and I did okay. So round two. You ready? Mm-hmm. Who is it? It's the time meddler, and the sensorites. Feelings for or against? I love the sensorites. I like the sensorites. <laughs> I mean, it's just like sensorites are good. Yeah. But I'm also, I love the time meddler. I know you do. I love the time meddler. I know you do. But also, like, the, the sense, right? It's just so many layers of fuckerdom. What um, in particular do you like about it? That, like, well, the layers of fuckerdom. Yeah, yeah. You know? Just how complex it is. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, y'all were, like, being little bitches, but then, oh, the tables have turned. Yeah. And I like that one because I think it's a good episode to show, like, what... Uh, like a cycle of trauma can manifest that Mm -hmm. trauma begets trauma and like people who are traumatized tend to traumatize others. Mm -hmm. So I do like that Mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, the time meddler as well, like just the presence of another person that knows the doctor for Mm -hmm. the first time, really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, I think it's really our first pseudo historical where we go into the past, but that we have some like time fuckery happening. And I think it's probably been uh, more and more obvious as we've been going through the recent historicals that mm. I prefer a pseudo historical period anyway, because right. mm-hmm. otherwise I would watch a documentary because right. I would prefer to know real history or give me some like fucked up shit of the history. Right. So I, I will be honest this is one of those where I will be happy whichever pulls whichever to, the way next, it goes. Yeah. to the next to the next round. Yeah. Anything else that you feel? Anything about the time meddler that you like liked or didn't like? I mean, for me, the the main thing that stood out about the time meddler was mm-hmm. the time meddler. Yeah. Like, I really only remember that episode mm-hmm. because he is a recurring mm. character. You know. And maybe for me, it's kind of like how Troy speaks to you because you like that time period. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1066 and the conquest of 
the aisles is one of my favorite time periods in history. And so for it to really be, I mean, you know, the incursion of Harold Harjada and, you know, and just all of that happening in the Vikings was, um, that storyline I knew really well anyway. Mm -hmm. And so I really liked that aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I don't feel like it's as overdone for our audience, even though that is a story that's, that might, it'd be interesting to know it from a, like a British perspective to know mm. if the 1066 storyline feels as played out as something like a classical Greek story does to us today, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just because that would be one of their classic stories. Classic stories. Yeah. yeah. Of the Norman conquest. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'll be happy whichever one goes through. Yeah. Same here. Same here. See, I even forgot it was about all that. Like yeah. The conquest. Yeah. I totally. Sure forgot about it it's why i'm kind of looking forward to this to see like because i didn't go too much into fortunately like you know i remember a lot of these because i've mm-hmm. watched them enough but i didn't really go back into them to listen to what we thought the first time mm-hmm. to feel to see how the combination of my memories mm-hmm. affects it mm-hmm. and i'll be interested to see what you remember mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so do you want to see how we voted sure i have a feeling from our conversation we voted office again mm. We'll see. We'll but see. I don't remember. I might have voted for the sense rights. I don't remember. <laughs> one of us voted for the sense rights. Uh-huh. And one of us voted for the time meddler. <laughs> All, All right, right. Instagram. Let's see what y'all picked. Instagram, please be with me. <laughs> we'll see what y'all picked. Do you have a, a feeling? No, honestly, I don't. I don't know. The sense right? Instagram loves me. The oh, time meddler. Fuck. That's fine. You sure? You feel, you're not feeling a little salty? No, I mean, like I said, I didn't remember this whole, the whole conquest Mm storyline of it. So, and I think that the time meddler has a lot of that, um, received fan wisdom. Mm -hmm. I think that he stands out as an early character. And so that's, it's kind of why I'm not surprised that, Mm -hmm. uh, the public went for the time meddler, but the sense rights definitely deserves to be up there. That's one of those that I'm sad that they like went head to head in the first round because yeah. I would have I would have liked to have seen the sense rights go further. Yeah. All right. Round three. Let's see. What's up? Ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Oh, I don't know if I'm ready. Marco Polo mm-hmm. and the Daleks. Really? This one's a question. Of course, it's a question, Jen. What did, what, why, what are you, how are you, how are you feeling about this? I mean, the, the most memorable thing I remember about Marco Polo is Chen, Chen Ping, Ping Chu. Ah, uh, Ping Cho. Ping Cho. <laughs> See? And, and, yeah. I fucked up her name. Ping Cho. Yeah. And just how dope the relationship with her and Susan was. Ah, that was good. And it was also based a little bit on Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. And I had told you I had seen a show mm-hmm. with my dad about it. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be too too mad if it wasn't if it was that, but the Dalek is the first episode oh, with good. the Daleks. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like I agree. I I think that there would be maybe more of a competition if Marco Polo had not been totally lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that was tough. And like if he had been against, and if that episode is against anything else, even if it would, had been against the other Dalek episode, mm-hmm. there probably would be something else mm-hmm. but yeah i feel like you can't like the intro to the daleks marco polo isn't strong enough 
to, to stand up mm-hmm. to, I mean, even to just surpass that one shot in the end of the first episode where Barbara's pressed up against the wall and the plunders coming at her for the, mm-hmm. like that shot in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So, so many episodes lose to that shot. Right. So, so I, yeah, I mean, I feel like this time maybe we won't we will, need yeah. the Instagram. But right. I also have a strong feeling that the Instagram will have agreed with us. <laughs> I think so too. Because you know, I, fandom. W- I wish I could have gone for Marco Polo because I really love Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not going to be surprised with the fact that we both voted for the Daleks, even though I would like to point out I did write Marco, Marco Polo down first. Damn. I was yeah. that close. Yeah. Um, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am seeing... The scratches. And there's even a chance that I might have voted for the Marco Polo in the Instagram story. Because because I do. I like that story so much. Mm-hmm. Now, would you like to know just what off chance? What did the people say? What did the people say? What did the people say? They also voted for the Dalek. That was a clean story. Amazing. Round four. This was actually the one that was hard for me. This is the one category that I still don't know if I voted correctly. All right, what is it? It's the war machines mm-hmm. and the pilot. So the pilot is only going to be that very, very first part, that very first episode mm-hmm. of An Unearthly Child, where mm-hmm. we meet the Dr. Susan Barbarinian mm-hmm. versus the war machines mm-hmm. with Wotan and Polly and Ben, mm-hmm. and we've lost, we're losing Dodo. Mm-hmm. So what are your feelings about these two episodes? The pilot I enjoyed because it really, I mean, at, at least in terms of like the way, what we've been discussing this whole yeah. time about Susan and the way that Susan was written and, you know, it, it gave high hopes, Yeah, you know, but I think for me, that was the most memorable part was, was Susan. Yeah. Ian and, and Barbara, you know, they yeah. were like the nosy teachers yeah. and, you know, we, we get this, the curmudgeon doctor. Mm-hmm. I didn't care too much for the doctor at this point. Right. So... You know, it wasn't it it it's it's deserving of being in the pool because it is the first of, you know, mm-hmm. Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. But when you compare it to the war machines, yeah. The war machines, the story, the way that each character was portrayed, um just being able to see the team, you know, mesh. Mm-hmm. Very like new, I want to say. Yeah, recently. No, that was their first first, episode. That was the first episode together. You know, it really set the stage. And Wotan is a fantastic fucking, such a good baddie, baddie. You know, such a good bad guy. So I honestly, well, I'll I'll tell you, I I picked (laughs) the War Machines over uh, the pilot. Yeah, this one was hard for me because. The introduction of the doctor, the introduction of Susan, no matter how we felt about Susan, Ian and Barbara and the doctor, even as we moved through that first episode is so captivating. And, you know, to be honest, it's the one where like, if somebody said, I kind of want to go back and watch classic doctor who I would say, watch their very first episode and then watch these others. Right. Because it's such a good, solid introduction to right. the mystique, mm-hmm. even if you're not going to be a Susan Ian and Barbara kind of person. Right. So that's tough for me mm-hmm. because that pilot is so good. I, I, I'll yeah. watch the pilot any day. Yeah. No, I get it. But 
oh, the war machines. Mm-hmm. Man, Wotan is scary. It's yeah. such a good futuristic uh, bad guy. Polly and Ben just come out of left field, kicking ass and taking names. Mm-hmm. It's lessened because of the whole impact of Dodo, mm-hmm. but the doctor's on point. The doctor in that one is almost what I feel like we have in that very first, in the mm-hmm. pilot. Mm-hmm. And so... I think that's part of what it makes it difficult is because you've got these characters that I don't necessarily like as much, Mm -hmm. but have a banger for showing. And then two characters that I think I'm going to like a lot, but Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of context for at the moment. uh, Doing an amazing job. So that was really tough for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I I definitely felt real torn here. So... um, I don't really have any real negatives for either one. No, I don't either. Except for Dodo. Yeah. But like she doesn't almost doesn't even count. But that's that also episode. the positive for the war machines. She's she gone. Lost. She's gone. <laughs> She's gone. So do you want to find out how we voted? Yeah. I mean, you already, you already spoiled I, I already how told we voted. You all. Uh, so uh, Jen voted for the war machines mm-hmm. and Diana voted for the war machines. Yeah. Would you like to know how uh, the public yeah. voted? The public also voted for the war machines. Oh, good. I thought you were going to say the pilot. I was going to be like, wow. Oh, wow. You know, the public <laughs> hate us. <laughs> we, we have been canceled. Uh, email us. Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very flattered, public, that so far you've agreed with me every time. <laughs> Look, as long as they agreed with me on the next one, I don't care. Number five. The mission to the unknown. Mm-hmm. And Dalek Invasion of Earth. All right. All right. What did you think? If I remember correctly, the mission of the unknown was the episode where we didn't see a lot of the crew. Where we saw none of the crew. Yeah. Zero. And it was just the Literally It was just the fucking weed plants. Literally nobody was in it. Right. Right, right, right. And And somebody decided it. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody decided it needed to be neat. And I fought against it. And you wouldn't (gasps) budge. And we flipped a coin, and the you know, fake that was sided just with you. Done out of being petty. I know. I am so aware of that, and it's one of the reasons when these brackets came up odd, I was like, "Oh my god!" And I know she was just being a little bitch. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Obviously, I did not choose the mission to the unknown. Thank fucking Jesus! <laughs> I was gonna be like, I quit. We cancel the show. This has been really great, guys. But this is all we're gonna do. No, because- Dalek invasion. They go to yeah. all these planets. They have an adventure. Yeah, they do. You know, it's it's. This it's was cool. Sarah Kingdom. We yeah. had Katarina. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the first character deaths plus really a truly great epic. No. That's not Dalek Invasion of Earth. No, 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 no. That's... Uh, Take it back. Yeah. Erase all that. Sarah Kingdom wasn't in a brand. That was one of those 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. This is the one where they land in London. This mm-hmm. is where we lose Susan. Yes. Ah, this is where the doctor leaves Susan with one shoe. Yes. Dalek Invasion of Earth. I'll okay. never yep. let that go. London. 22nd century London. For he Susan's. left her. Mm-hmm. He'd say, he didn't even... Y'all, he didn't even leave her with just one shoe. Like that wasn't even it. No, 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 no. No, he said, Susan, one of your shoes looks kind of busted. Give it to me and I'll go get you new shoes. And he walked and took that one shoe, took walked into the TARDIS and then locked her out. He took her shoe. He could have left her with two shoes with one had a hole in it, but instead he left left her with one shoe. He was like, Okay, bye. 
<laughs> this is what's for best for you. Joke. You can, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a TARDIS full of a wardrobe and a machine that just makes and food. Tacky outfits and per dodo. <laughs> we could have gotten rid of that knight's uniform right there. Like she, we could have just packed her a bag of her the worst TARDIS clothes. Yeah, no. Some food, anything, anything. No. But he left her in war torn post intergalactic war London, where the post, planet like, was trying to be turned into a spaceship apocalypto. Yeah. I mean, I never understood. I, I I never understood why you wanted the mission to the unknown in the first place. So that's um, being petty. Yeah. Okay. Cool. As long as we have that established. <laughs> so, going to our votes. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, if I open this and you're being petty again, I'm gonna throw you across. <laughs> the Dalek invasion of Earth mm-hmm. and the Dalek invasion of Earth. Now, if Instagram disagrees with us, I'll be shocked. Mostly because I just wrote these down like five minutes ago and I don't remember which one it being is. <laughs> so it's also the Dalek invasion of Earth. Nice. Good job, Instagram. You are correct. Everybody wins today. Boop, 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 boop. Except for the mission to the unknown. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Number six. You know, like insert a clip of like Jen arguing vehemently <laughs> yeah. for the validation. I remember sitting here being like, but like at the end when it's neat against everything, you're like, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I picked it because what was neat was very uh, arbitrary at that point in oh time. Oh, my God. <laughs> and and look what it brought about. It brought about clarification. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes yeah. it's better to show than you. to say. <laughs> I hate you so much. I hate you so much. I don't hate you as much as I could because I like you a lot. Done. And, it, and, it, and it didn't win, but... I hate you a lot. Let's let's drink a little and move on to the next one. (laughs) Round six. All right. What we got? The Space Museum Mm -hmm. and the Aztecs. Okay. I think we may have picked the same one on this one. Oh, yeah? How do you feel about these two episodes? Uh, Well, the Aztecs, you know, one I like just because it's like, Okay, portrayal of indigenous culture, mm-hmm. amazing, right? And a very good job at it. Like a surprisingly yeah. good job at it, considering time and place of right. production. Right. But then, you know, it still has that just layer of problematic, just like, you know, uh, Barbara-ism and just mm-hmm. like a mm-hmm. really just reflection of colonialism and just the mentality. Uh, mm-hmm. The Space Museum, you know, that was more... Like tongue in cheek, I want to say. You know, it was more. Uh, it was more fun. It was yeah. a funner episode to watch. You know, not saying that the Aztecs wasn't a fun episode to watch, but there's still there was just still a layer of just mm-hmm. problematicness. That it was, was yeah, yeah. The Aztecs had that layer of it's tough to watch in a modern perspective, where the Space Museum didn't. Mm-hmm. And I like the Aztecs. Mm-hmm. You know, we ranked it neat for a reason. Right. It's not like it's a bad story. No, not at but all. that layer of I, it couldn't win over the Space Museum. Wow, mm-hmm. especially because the Space Museum is Vicky being her badassiest self. Right. If leading, it was like the Aztec versus Mission to the Unknown, then like, yeah, obviously. I know the <laughs> magic of seat of randomized seating, right? Yeah, because like the Aztecs, I really liked the. Um, the costuming and the attention to detail when it came to trying to show Aztec culture through that British lens, which obviously was always going to be weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But 
uh, and I remember having this issue every time I've watched it, Barbara as our history teacher coming in and touching everything and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. appearing Mm -hmm. to know specific dates for when this priest must have lived and then going on for the rest of the episode and telling them why they were wrong. Mm -hmm. For me, it wasn't just the layer of the colonialism that you can't escape from a British production doing an Aztec story. Mm But it was also just the abandonment of like scientific process and the dedication that uh, archaeologists and anthropologists give to their studies mm-hmm. and their subject matter. And Barbara just kind of seemed to throw that aspect of it out the window, the respect mm-hmm. that you kind of have to have for your subject. Mm-hmm. She just seemed to throw it out the window. And I really didn't appreciate that degradation of that specific like field mm-hmm. because I know a lot of people in that field and it and so it it hit a little closer to home mm-hmm. and so that was all I remember that being real tough the first time I mm-hmm. feel like if I go back and listen to that episode that's all I talk about right is that frustration right. and then you know space museum you have beatniks you have Vicky you have Vicky mm-hmm. re- leading a revolution mm-hmm. you know she's it's almost it, it I even think I compared the space museum to the Aztecs because the beatniks all come out and they're like we were we want to overthrow this, mm-hmm. and Vicky's like, okay, cool. Tell me more. Right. Like, what do you need? Right. What do you not have? Right. What can I do for you? But what do you need? Yeah. Not right. let me come in and tell you about yourself. Right. Exactly. Which is what Barbara always kind of support. Yeah. Like, what mm-hmm. do you, what do you need? Like, how can I contribute to mm-hmm. what you need? You know, it's kind of why she was so much better. Uh, Barbara was so much better in something like the Dalek invasion of Earth mm-hmm. was because she provided a similar role there. Whereas in the Aztecs, she came in and was like, I'm going to tell y'all mm-hmm. because I know you so well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I read about you in a book. Mm-hmm. 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 So let me tell you about yourself. Right. Yeah. So, um, I won't be surprised if we picked the same thing either. The space museum is one of my all time favorites. So yeah, I knew it. Spoiler warning. <sighs> you ready? I was born ready because obviously the answer is da, 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 da. The Space Museum for both Duh. of us. Do, 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 do. Audience. Did Audience. You agree. Won't y'all, be, won't y'all be embarrassed if you didn't? <laughs> no, of course they agreed with us. It's the Space of course, Museum. Of course. Yay, everybody's a winner. Ding, ding, ding. So, number seven is The Planet of Giants and the Chase. Okay. What'd you pick? I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Planet of the Giants, I remember it was neat, right, because of the yeah. discussion that we yeah. had and everything. But I also remember just not really feeling it. It just felt too much like, honey, I shrunk the kids sure. for me. And the chase I liked because of the movement, you know, through yeah. all the different. It, like, we really got to have a snippet of what it's like to be traveling through space and time Mm -hmm. you know yeah planet of giants i think for me will always have a special place in my heart because it it just brought up a lot of ethical issues that we still deal with you Mm -hmm. know present day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um especially with you know the way things are going in our society it's very it's a very prevalent you know argument you know So it will always have a special place in my heart for that reason. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, of, of in the spirit of Doctor Who, the show, the adventure, you know, right. the sci-fi aspect of it, the chase. Yeah. 
has all those elements. You know? Was there anything about the chase other than like the time hopping? Anything else about it that you liked? I mean, it's 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 a continuation of the seeing that the Daleks and there's just you know mm-hmm. eternal beef with mm-hmm. the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was fun to see because now we're also starting to see a one baddie become a reoccurring baddie. Right. So I like that aspect of it too. Yeah, I think this is where the Daleks finally. Um, have time travel so they can chase the doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's where we get Steven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Morton Dill and Hi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Morton Dill. <laughs> I still do. And and there are so many of those like scenes that I kind of wish that we could even like expand into whole stories. There was the one in the haunted house that I really lo- that concept mm-hmm. of like the doctor walking around and being like, oh, we are trapped in our greatest fears. And that it's just really a fucking abandoned haunted house. <laughs> I, I kind of, it, it feels kind of edgy because in a modern storytelling, if you look at modern television, the plot line would be they're trapped in their fears. Mm-hmm. That is a very, you know, that's what we're doing in television mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. And so it almost feels like a reverse on the trope mm-hmm. to say that's not actually what it is. It's just a haunted house. Mm-hmm. And it would be interesting to know how that translated in the sixties. Like, did that feel like a modern choice or Mm -hmm. did that feel like a stereotypical choice? Would Mm -hmm. it have been more edgy to have been trapped in their own fears? Mm -hmm. But I just, I don't have quite a good enough um, experience or perception with like the current sci-fi tropes at the time to be able to know if it was more unique to go the way that they did or more typical to go the way that they did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But as much as I love Morton Dill, the chase just doesn't like speak to me so much. Hmm. Um, I think because it's so episodic mm-hmm. and there's not really a lot of follow through between each episode mm-hmm. that it's hard for my brain to be like, oh, this was one story. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good, but my I, my brain doesn't latch onto it as mm. a concept mm-hmm. because it was so, epi- gotcha. so totally episodic. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Shall we see results? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I think we know what where we landed on this one. <laughs> yeah. Audience, what'd y'all think? <laughs> so one of us voted for the chase and one of us voted for Planet of Giants. Yeah, we'll see. Audience. I'm really sad because I know what the audience voted for. <laughs> and I was really banking on us agreeing. <gasps> because they voted for the chase as well. Yes! So they love you and a little bit. And the crowd goes wild. Wow. They they're not going listen. <laughs> Crickets. Crickets. Nice. Okay. I'm not actually that mad. I would have been real mad if it had been Mission of the Unknown, but I'm not mad about the chase. Get to hang on to Mortondale for a little longer. <laughs> Round eight. Let's do it. What we got? Who we got? The Romans mm-hmm. and the Savages. I mean, the story of Nero and the Romans is great. Yeah. But I can't get over all the rapey shit uh, with Nero. Yeah. You know, and, and the fact that that was just such a highlight duh, of the duh, story, duh. you know, that duh. was also just very yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Um, Savages, you know, I initially was like, what the fuck is this about? Because right. I thought it was going to be something crazy. But it, I mean, it was something crazy. It people something were crazy. sucking the life yeah. out of people, you yeah. know, yeah. Oh, which is fucking so crazy. nuts. It's insane. Yeah. But that's essentially what people do. 
yeah. to people in society these days. So it's yeah. like not too far off. Yeah. You know? So I just, yeah, for me, I just could not get over the, all the rapey shit mm. in the romance. I agree. And there's also an aspect, like, if you're going to choose a Roman story, like... Nero, bro. Nero. Right, right. Like, Nero. Out of all the stories, it could... Yeah. For me, if we're going to tell a story of a Roman emperor, just in case you're listening and are like, I've been thinking about doing a Roman story. Like, don't pick Augustus, Caligula, or Nero. They're overdone. Like, we get it. They're weird. Mm-hmm. Well, Augustus wasn't, he was weird too. But like Caligula and Nero were, had some like stuff going on where like they were right. not sane. And there's, there's literally like 200 emperors, like pick somebody else. <laughs> like if you really need to go for an emperor, right. there are so many so and there many. are so many crazy ones. Mm-hmm. Like go pick a crazy one no one's heard of. But mm-hmm. like Nero, I get kind of what they were doing. And one of the things that I do like about that story a lot is it was one of our early times of, I think at that point when we had been watching historicals, they were just like plug and play stories. You just insert the doctor as random guy, a who kind of is doing a lark on the side. And the Romans was the first time that our characters moved the plot forward too. I mean, mm-hmm. in according to this story, mm-hmm. the doctor is mm-hmm. the cause of the fire of Rome. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I like that that aspect that, you know, we went from the Aztecs where like we can't change a line, a word of history, not one single line, mm-hmm. to the Romans where the doctor didn't change history, mm-hmm. but he did affect it. Mm-hmm. Was the doctor always the cause of the fire? Mm-hmm. Was he the cause of the fire this time? Right. Did it like how does that how does this work? Play in? Uh-huh. And that aspect of time is something that I like to explore in any show that discusses time travel. Mm-hmm. You know, in that moment where he taught Nero the the concept of burning Rome, mm-hmm. if he hadn't always done it, did it create a, like a divergent timeline? Right. Do we have like how did you know that kind of those mechanics are always um, right. some of my favorites right. that, you know, we're not going to, obviously we're not exploring here mm-hmm. in the early days of Doctor Who. Um, but if any of you have science fiction that doesn't go into that kind of shit, like, please, please. let me know. Yeah. <laughs> it's why I'm really into, I'm watching a lot of K-dramas right now that Korean dramas mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. go into the concept of past lives mm-hmm. and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Cause mm-hmm. I really like the perception of, what could happen versus what does happen right. and does foreknowledge change things and, and all of that knowledge of time is always really fascinating to mm-hmm. me. Uh, do you want to find out how we voted? Yeah, let's see. I have a feeling we have to go to Instagram. Because I did vote for the Romans. Oh, Jesus. Okay. And you voted Instagram. for the <laughs> All right. Any guesses? What did the Instagram vote for? No idea. It could go either way. Yeah, I don't remember. The Romans. That one's sad. I wish the savages had had a different seed. Sad. Okay, so now we did have one that had a buy that round, Mm -hmm. right? And we're going to go ahead and discuss it now. Okay. And also fight it against its competitor Mm -hmm. so that next round we are just going to be in our... What is it? The Elite Eight? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We'll be in our Elite Eight next week. Right. Okay. So we are going to discuss the Romans versus the Keys of Marinus. All right. And for this one, we do not have an Instagram vote. 
All right. Opinions on the keys of Marinus, because obviously I already know how you feel about the Romans. I also really like this one because of the adventure aspect. I loved it. Collecting keys. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it was a whole like treasure hunt trope. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. No, this Loved was it. like the the chase done right. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. the chase was too episodic. This one had its episodes, Some but continuity. They, continuity. Continuity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> continuity. You know. Continuity. Spontaneity and continuity. Spontaneity, yeah. continuity. You know, that's about you know what? <laughs> Continuity. I feel like continuity is actually the correct word when it comes to Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> the next writer is just like, ah, oh, what the fuck ever. I'll just write, you know, it doesn't matter. Okay. Barbara was assaulted last episode and she's totally going to brag about it this episode. She's fine. Yeah. No, the keys of Marinus were so good. You had our bad guys in gimp suits the whole time. Susan was too screamy. Barbara sometimes you like it wasn't a good great showing necessarily for the companions. I mean, I know you liked the one episode, but the the, the one um, courtroom episode was a little bit too much for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it felt so flipping modern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. felt like the concept. It felt like a pitch for like a modern season mm-hmm. where we would watch this over the whole course of the season, mm-hmm. where you didn't know. Who the best, you know, it could, I could see it being translated in a modern mm-hmm. way really well. And mm-hmm. I think that it worked so well for a, a storyline in this era. I think it was really right. foresightful. I think it was innovative. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fun. It, it was, was definitely one I would watch again. I liked was. the acid ocean. It was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I feel like I know what you voted for because I know what you didn't vote for in the last round. <laughs> but out of the Romans and out of the Keys of Marinus, who did you vote for? Keys of Marinus. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, Keys of Marinus. Thank God we didn't have to go to Instagram. Yeah. So I think the Keys of Marinus definitely beats the Romans, yeah. but especially because of the rapey aspect. If the rapey aspect hadn't been so heavily right. pushed, right. I've think i might be pushing a little bit more for the romans right but i also feel like i can't push that hard for the romans when i came for troy so hard and like the roman storyline is essentially the roman version of troy mm-hmm. of the greek mm-hmm. storylines mm-hmm. especially when there's so whatever there's so much to pull from from roman history like literally there's like like thousands of years the fact that they're going for this like five-year period is crazy to me mm-hmm. always Just forget about nero Crazy, but like kind of probably misunderstood and probably had an actual, um, actually he probably got like, he actually got really, really sick. Mm. And afterwards, after the illness is when he went like super nutso. Gotcha. But like super nut, like he was actually probably going to be a really good person in charge. But and then, then afterwards he went nuts. So. But if you want the real Looney Tunes, that's Caligula. I need to do, I need to dive into more Roman history. Greek mythology. I got, I got some podcasts you can listen to. Nice. Okay. That brings us to preview for next week. Next week, we're going to go, we're going to reveal all the votes, but this week we're going to kind of talk about our elite eight bracket. You ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So first is going to be the keys of Marinus and the 10th planet. One of these are ones that you voted for. One of them is one that I kind of voted for. Mm-hmm. Do you have particular feelings about either of these? I could go either way. Yeah. Honestly. Tenth planet, I think now that I'm reflecting more on like what the episode content was, yeah, has a lot in the episode. Mm-hmm. 
And I think it's a good show of a culmination, you know, mm-hmm. of it's a good conclusion. It is. You know, uh, Keys of Marinus, also just a great story, you know, in, yeah. in terms of adventure, the the way that, you know, we were, I actually felt like I was along the with the team. I agree with you. I agree. You know, Mm -hmm. so this was going to be a tough call for me, honestly, because they both have elements that I really enjoyed. Yeah. I remember talking about the keys of Marinus and that idea that it felt very, uh, predecessor to like RPG video games Mm -hmm. where it was Mm -hmm. very quest based. Mm -hmm. And this person will give you this thing that you give to the next person. It gives you that thing. And I mean, the 10th planet, geez, like, Polly, Ben, the mm-hmm. Doctor, Cybermen. And the Cybermen are so different. Yeah. While also perfe- perfectly fitting into the canon right. of Doctor Who. Right. I love that the Cybermen are anthropomorphic mm-hmm. in like a real sense, not just that they look like humans, but there's like an aspect to them where they feel really human. Mm hmm. And then you find out that they are essentially are just without any of that, what makes us human. And so it's that I like that it raises the concept of like, is someone human just because they walk and talk bipedal and like is from earth Mm -hmm. or is it something that, you know, some people call a soul or that empathy that, you know, Mm -hmm. what is it that actually makes us human? Is it your DNA or is it, who you are. Right. And I, and I like that the 10th planet starts to bring that to the surface, especially because you have a really cool foil in the doctor Mm -hmm. standing there also being anthropomorphic, Mm -hmm. but not being human. Mm -hmm. And so much of your issues with the doctor this, these past several seasons have been his lack of humanity. Mm -hmm. You know, that was Steven's big issue with the doctor is his lack of humanity and, and how different is he than, why is he actually different than a Cyberman? Mm-hmm. Considering mm-hmm. we've seen that. Right. Um, and so I thought yeah. that was really interesting. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to thinking about those over the course of this week because I think, because at this point, at this point, I'm not, I feel like I know what I'll lean towards, but I feel like it could change. Right. I feel like it could change. Um, I feel like I'm going to have to make this these decisions before I put up the Instagram polls so mm-hmm. that... Everybody on Instagram doesn't sway me. I got you, yeah. Yeah, you know. So the second round of the Elite Eight is going to be the Time Meddler and the Daleks. Thoughts, feelings, emotions? I mean, I think we all know kind of where I'm going to be going with this one. (laughs) Look, you know what? You say that, but in the Daleks episode, you didn't really like the Daleks. You kind of thought they were dumb. You thought the Doctor was more evil than the Daleks. So, But now... We're one doctor down, so I've Mm -hmm. seen the significance of the Daleks Mm -hmm. and just how they tie into the story. So, yeah, Mm. they're stupid. They're still dumb villains, you know. How very dare you? They're not stupid. (laughs) They're just like, they they just look dumb. They do do look dumb. They look very dumb. Yeah. You know, and that's what I mean when I say they're dumb. They just look very dumb. But they're evil. it's, It's insane to me. It's that my brain just like forgets how stupid they look because they're scared. They're, they're so evil. Yeah. But watching it with you, my brain goes, Oh yeah, they do look really dumb. Mm -hmm. Like this was, 
they walked into a prop room and said, oh, somebody hasn't used this. Let's throw this together. And like somehow yeah. managed to shove a human inside of one. Because mm-hmm. they do look pretty dumb. But I think that's one of the things that's kind of uh, magical about them. Because mm-hmm. like the Cybermen are scary and they look scary. Right. Cybermen walks into the room and I'm getting the fuck out. Right. A Dalek walks into the room, rolls into the room, electrostatics <laughs> into the room. <laughs> And I'm going to go, what the fuck is that thing? Mm-hmm. And gonna they're going to start lasering people You're and gonna then I'm going to run away. Yep. <laughs> but they don't immediately scream I'm a bad guy because they just look so dumb. They look like an upside down trash can, you right. know? And and I, and I think that's part of what is interesting about the Daleks, especially now, because if you ask a Doctor Who fan... Nothing scary. You know, the Daleks are super scary. Like, we are all mm-hmm. going to have, like, our favorite bad guys that are one-offs or, like, mm-hmm. have done a couple. Mm-hmm. But the Daleks have been here since episode two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think that's crazy. Yeah. Episode two. Right. And they're still making their appearances in right. modern Doctor Who. Right. The Time Meddler, I feel like this one is kind of going to be a probably an obvious one. Right. When it comes down to the voting. I but so. I still want to say some nice things about the Time Meddler. Go for it. <laughs> i liked seeing a second tardis uh-huh that was fun that was fun yeah that was fun mm-hmm. it was because i was able to see that they're not all police phone boxes right yeah there was we established at some point i'll probably get together like a compilation of things that you didn't know that we established that we established really early in these first seasons mm-hmm. when we get a little further mm-hmm. because we established in like episode two they get out of the TARDIS in the stone forest with the Daleks and Susan turns around and looks at the phone bot at the TARDIS and she goes, uh, why didn't it change? Mm-hmm. And the doctor establishes that like something must be stuck or something must mm-hmm. be broken. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I think it's so, it slips by so quickly. And if you know, you don't know that the TARDIS doesn't just look like a police phone box, right? you don't, you might not catch the significance of that. But then all of a sudden you have the time meddler that shows up and he's got a fucking coffin as his TARDIS and climbing in and out and plugging in his, you know, hot stoves and (laughs) blenders and shit in 1066. Uh, yeah, I really liked that too. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. it all of a sudden just exploded the world of Dr. Who. Right. It went from being super linear to, I don't even know who could show up, what could show up. Uh, I think it's that whole idea that the celestial toy maker kind of enamored you in the sense that, you know, he's been there before and the mm-hmm. toy maker has been waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And the time meddler has that comment early in the beginning of the episode where he's like, I've heard about you. Like, I know mm-hmm. who you are. I, mm-hmm. I know who you are. Yeah. Right. Like, you I was like, your reputation proceeds. I, I was a couple of years behind you in school, but like, I, I saw your name carved into the bathroom. Right. Like, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. So we did like that a lot, but I mean, it's the Daleks. It's their first showing. Yeah, I agree. So uh, no spoilers here, but I feel like that's going to be a pretty... That's a pretty quick decision. Cut and dry decision of what's probably coming down the pipe next week. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for the third round Mm -hmm. of the Elite Eight, we are talking about the War Machines Mm -hmm. and Dalek Invasion of Earth. Mm. I mean, Dalek Invasion of Earth... Great episode still. Yeah. Susan does get left with one shoe. She does get left on purpose. War Machines, Badass Polly, Badass Ben. Yeah. 
badass team. Yeah. Wotan. Wotan. You got Wu-Tang. Mm-hmm. But Dalek Invasion of Earth, you've got Susan's leaving story. So we've got the first companion leaving. Mm-hmm. Like regardless how you feel about Susan, mm-hmm. it's the first time we're establishing that companions can leave and that's okay. Mm-hmm. We've got arguably the best Dalek story mm-hmm. for the first Doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it is a badass you know, epic of an adventure. Barbara drives a truck and runs some bitches over. Mm -hmm. We've got heroes out of the normal people that are not a part of the companion team. Mm -hmm. Susan's boyfriend, husband person that she met five minutes ago isn't the worst. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely one that I would recommend if like, especially for the Daleks, it's a strong Dalek story. They really came in guns blazing, Mm -hmm. plungers swinging, Mm zapper zapping mm-hmm. uh, it was stressful it was funny at times mm-hmm. um, this was where susan uttered her iconic line where they asked her if she cooks and mm-hmm. she says i eat right bitch and what mm-hmm. but then on the flip side i mean the war machines susan had a better leaving story than dodo right definitely mm-hmm. ben and polly i think can give ian and barbara a run for their money Yep, definitely. As a duo, as a pair. So mm-hmm. I feel like we have a, a similar companion team mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. But where Polly and Ben kind of outweigh Susan and Barbara a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. And Susan outweighs Dodo. Mm-hmm. And the Doctor, the Doctor, I think, is better in the War Machines mm-hmm. than he is in the Dalek Invasion of Earth. But he's still not bad. Like, it's not like yeah, it's yeah. a bad showing right. for him in that. Exactly. So I think this is actually a really good mm-hmm. matchup. Mm-hmm. And when I'm looking at it, I'm really trying to like almost take Wotan out of it a little bit Mm -hmm. because he's so personally scary for me Mm -hmm. um, that and the rest of it matches up so well. Mm -hmm. In in the Dalek invasion of Earth, even though I love the Daleks as much as that I as much as I do, it doesn't have that like extra weight of the bad guy for me. So I almost want to like I want to like take that out of the equation. because otherwise I think that it's, this is a solid matchup and it I'm is. excited to Let's kind of mull over it this yeah. week, find yeah. out. Uh, I could even imagine like rewatching to figure these out to like one. watch them. Yeah. Yeah. To, to feel really what, how, mm-hmm. how I feel about the two mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. So that one I'm, I, I think out of our line, of our matchup so far, I think that's the one I'm most excited to kind of gotcha. discuss and, and, and feel our way through. What's the next pairing? So last but not least, we have the Space Museum and the Chase. Mm-hmm. In terms of the chaos of the Chase, that's going to be something that detract that subtracts some points mm-hmm. for me because mm-hmm. you know we did see the Dalek invasion of Earth, still very you know similar. Mm-hmm. Adventure slash no sorry keys and marinus keys and marinus yeah uh, adventure slash chasey mm-hmm. vibe mm-hmm. very differently so we've we've seen it done twice yeah um and the chase does fall short of the other episode right. we have to compare it to right yeah space museum it was nice because it was also it was kind of at an interesting place within the series of the first doctor. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like a reminder of like, this is where we've been mm-hmm. and like, this is where we're going or where yeah. we could go. I agree. You know, it is a very interesting, um, middle ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like the, 
you know, I liked, I like both of them a lot. You know, the mm-hmm. chase definitely speaks to me, but I feel, I, I can feel what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I think it was talking about that earlier where mm-hmm. it's that I'm down for something as episodic as the chase. If there was something a little bit more than, oh, the Daleks are chasing us through space and time to connect right. them. Right. Um, even if it was like, uh, a consistency in the types of places the TARDIS was sending them mm-hmm. or more of an impact of the area. But, and like, you know, and I'll talk about Morton Dill all day, but the fact that they landed on the top of the Empire State Building, popped out, talked to an Alabama, and then got back into the TARDIS and popped off mm-hmm. for almost a full episode. You know, I wish that they could have... And, which I don't think I have discussed, we have really discussed on the show yet. Maybe we did on one of the recaps. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they popped off on the top of the Empire State Building in, what, 1968? Right. And Barbara and Ian at at no point went, I could literally get on an airplane. Right. And go home. You know, the fact that that wasn't even brought up, it was, the chase was very circumstantial. Mm -hmm. And without the thought that like we're in another, we're also in a show. So yeah, I mean like that one, I feel like I have a inclination of which direction I'll go, Mm -hmm. but I'll, I'm happy that both of them are here in the elite eight. Right. Like it's definitely, um, are the, the top eight that we've got are, are pretty good showing. So, so just to recap, Mm -hmm. We have the Keys of Marinus, yes. the Tenth Planet, mm-hmm. the Time Meddler, mm-hmm. the Daleks, mm-hmm. the War Machines, mm-hmm. Dalek Invasion of Earth, mm-hmm. the Space Museum, mm-hmm. and the Chase. Yep. So the Daleks make two appearances in the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. Vicky, we have a total of two times. Yeah. I'm very happy about that. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like that's pretty fair considering mm-hmm. how many episodes she was in. Uh, we've got the original gang... Once, twice, three times, four times, four times. Mm-hmm. Which also kind of feels correct because right. those episodes were really good. And throughout the rest of the series is when they started really struggling in terms of what was the show? How are we going to put right. it together? Or how are we going to keep our staff? Right, exactly. Uh, how are we going to make this work? Right. And so I can... it. You know, for half of them to be the original gang kind of feels, feels like that doesn't surprise. It, yeah, right. it's not like super surprising, right. um, especially because season, what was it? Season three, where we just had no neat stories. It was bad. It was real. It was it real was rough. Rough. <laughs> oh, rough, guys. It was rough. 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 But um, right now it's not because we're just going to talk about the good ones. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Thank Jesus. Mm-hmm. So... Um, by the time you listen to this, listeners, the Instagram thing will already be over. But this week I'm going to post some Instagram stories. Maybe you voted on them. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you commented on them. Maybe you didn't. It doesn't actually super matter as long as at least one person other than me does. <laughs> um, and if you are, then you're our third vote. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to post those so mm-hmm. that we can have some other opinions. Gotcha. Um, I'm going to post some like wild card op- like things as well so that you know it's not super spoily or mm-hmm. and, and people don't know exactly what's going on gotcha. so i'll mix them up so like for example i'll put the keys of marinus in the 10th planet mm-hmm. they'll vote mm-hmm. you know whoever wins will go up against the winner of the next bracket mm-hmm. but i'll also post a loser v loser bracket mm-hmm. so that okay. people don't know exactly who's winning who's, who's losing. Yeah. yeah 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 mm-hmm. that okay. way i can get enough data 
that we definitely have our Instagram votes for next week. Sounds good. Uh, well, in two weeks, you'll see the culmination where mm-hmm. we'll vote for the Elite Eight. Elite eight. Mm-hmm. We will also process the final four. Mm-hmm. And then we are going to go down into our showdown mm-hmm. of a 1v1, no Instagram votes. You Just and I have to duke it out. Duke it out. Okay. Uh, it should be really exciting. Let's do it. So do you have anything else to say about this week? Are you excited about the process? Are you, I am. I am. Are you, are you kind of like let's into this? See, let's see what how, how this all goes. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Do, who do you, do you have a pick for your winner? I'm not going to say. Write it down. Have you written it down somewhere? No, because I still don't know. <laughs> I know who I want to win. Mm-hmm. I kind of have, I have an idea of who I want to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I did from the very beginning. But um, I'll write it down for you so that okay. we, so that you don't think it, so you know that I didn't change it. <laughs> In two weeks, we're going to continue this, these shenanigans. Uh, if you disagree with us, email me wow. because, you know, it's not going to change, change anything, but I would look to We'd forward love, to talking to you. We'd look forward to talking to you. Yeah. yeah. I love to talk to you about it, but you know, it's our opinion. So it's, <laughs> it's just what it is. Thanks for listening. Thanks. We appreciate you. Bye. Bye. Hey, y'all. It's Diana. Thank you so much for listening to the end of the episode. If you want to catch us for another dram, subscribe to get Doctor Who on the Rocks as soon as it's released. And if you think we're neat please rate and review on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. You can also check us out at on the rocks pod, all underscored on Instagram, or if you have comments or concerns or even better whiskey recommendations, please send them to media on the rocks pod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to us. We look forward to seeing y'all again in two weeks for the next episode and another glass of whiskey. See you next time.